Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, finding fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility, but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm here with Heather, the hygienist. I'm super excited to have her on and talk all things about teeth. So welcome to the podcast, Heather. Thank you so much for having me, Monica. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into what you're doing. Oh, well, it has been quite a journey, but um, you know, my, my parents, they were hippies. I was raised pretty much with trying to do things natural, but it wasn't until I actually um, got pregnant with my twins and then um, they were premature. And one of my daughters had some really severe food allergies. I, I really had to start looking at labels, like what was in the food that I was giving her. Cause she was allergic to like 25 different things. So really diving into understanding what the ingredients were kind of led me into, well, how come I haven't looked at the ingredients and in oral care products? And then when I started seeing like, oh my gosh, why are they allowed to put these pesticides into our oral care products and found out that the reason being is because they're cosmetics. So you are allowed to put all kinds of horrible things into cosmetics. And, you know, a lot of times people just don't realize that your mouth is the most vascular part of your whole body. So, you know, when patients would ask me what mouthwash or what toothpaste I recommended, I wasn't able to suggest anything because even when I went to the health food store, there were still ingredients in there that were like, not good for you. So, you know, honestly, through divine uh, intervention, I just, God kind of opened up the door and now I have a line of toothpaste, mouthwash, breast spray, completely all natural, no chemicals. And I really just have a passion for teaching people the correlation between their mouth and their systemic health. Yeah. And once again, it's just something that no one connects, you know, Mm -hmm. we're so disconnected from knowing that our body is one and that if like something is off somewhere, it, it can cascade, whether that be a very slow cascade or a very like sudden one is the question and up to your genetics. But um, yeah, it's, it's really fascinating. Well, people tend to think that there's some sort of a magic fence or something. You know, if you've got disease in your mouth, you have systemic disease. I don't care how good you eat. I don't care how much you exercise, what supplements you take. If you have a form of gum disease, you have disease in your body and, you know, your gut has a, um, a microbiome. Well, so does your mouth mm-hmm. and your teeth are alive. They're organs, they're linked to other organs. So, you know, getting to the root cause, you know, as your story, I read your story and it was 
really refreshing to see how I think people are becoming more aware of functional medicine and not just, you know, what the medical profession offers, but kind of delving deeper into the root causes to why things aren't working in our bodies. Yeah, exactly. And um, we've just been led to believe that your teeth can't heal themselves, right? right? Like they're this hard substance. And I'm kind of like, well, bones heal themselves. Like we, we know that, right? Like you break a bone, you, I mean, obviously it needs the support to heal better, you know, like straight, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not like crooked, but yeah, we've been told that you can't change your teeth. And I've actually just recently been in a a dentist where I had, I did need some really cosmetic um, structure surgery on one of my back teeth that it, it was a long process of it getting really, really bad. But um, he, he said, oh, you have a cavity here. And I was like, look, I can't sit through another cavity. I just had this surgery. We've just paid this money. Um, I'll, I'll get it next time. Right. And I, I didn't even like, I wasn't even being like the hippie in the chair. I just really just mm-hmm. didn't want to sit in his chair again. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I went back six months later for my checkup, I'm like, here we go. He's going to tell me I have a cavity. And he's like, yep, look, all good, all fine. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, did it just, you know, did you not see it or did it mm-hmm. heal itself? Wasn't it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, and I've actually had a guest um, on the podcast. Uh, just talking about her own journey, but she was a dental hygienist. And Mm -hmm. she said that they used to write on the whiteboards, this is how much money we need to make today. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, Well, so, you know, it's funny you say that. I actually wrote a book called Dentistry for Dummies because I see so much bad dentistry and I have tempt for places. I mean, I've been doing this for 27 years. I've seen it all. But as a new hygienist, I needed to get experience. So I would um, temp for certain, you know, dental offices that needed a hygienist or whatever. And one of the places was like a chain and um, I can't diagnose, but I can tell you, um, you know, you got two large holes in your teeth there. So I had been working on this patient and I couldn't believe that there were two giant holes in her teeth. So I said, oh my gosh, let me go get the dentist. And do you know, he yelled at me. He said, we have been waiting for those teeth to turn into root canals because we don't make any money in fillings and you just ruined it for us. And I was so shocked because this woman came every three months to get her teeth cleaned and they were waiting for her to end up with abscesses so they could perform a root canal and then do the crown. And I was like, this is unethical. I mean, how on earth can this be? And I mean, that's just one story. Um, when we were living in Georgia, I tempt again for a place that took children like for uh, Medicaid. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I found a suspicious area on a young teenager and I asked the dentist to come in and please check it. It was getting you know pretty, pretty bad. He would not pick up the mirror and explore and check the tooth. You know what he did? He told the young man, open up your mouth. You look good. See you next time. And here I am like trying to hold the, the mirror and the explorer, like here, please take it, please check his tooth. And he wouldn't do it because again, he's waiting for that poor young boy to have an abscess tooth because the government doesn't pay anything on fillings. I mean, you're talking five, $10 that's the, that they might pay, whereas their money is in your larger procedures. So yes, I see it all the time. So I created a book, a handbook, so I could teach people 
what good dentistry is and what bad dentistry is, what it looks like, what a good x-ray looks like, what a good crown and a filling look like, because it's terrible. I mean, yeah. it's just, I am mortified when, when I see patients come in and I'm looking at their mouth and I'm going, oh my gosh, you know, how old is this crown? Oh, well, I just got it done last year. Well, the dentist didn't remove all the decay. And now they need to have more tooth removed, another crown done. And it's just like, people just have no idea. So I really wanted to, to teach people to how to be their own advocate. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like you don't, you have no clue, no clue. what's going on in your mouth. I and mean, I would even say to the very, very basics, right? Like yeah. how to properly brush your teeth or floss yeah. your teeth or, um, yeah, I have a whole YouTube channel on that. I literally get into teeth numbers. I even talk about codes. I mean, I'm really trying to get to honestly to my own detriment because um, I was even fired from a place because of the fluoride controversy. (laughs) So, you know, it's just like, this is not looked upon in my field as, you know, I'm, I'm really being a traitor by educating people so that they can be informed you know, and it's, um, it's tragic. I wish more people would wake up to the fact because, you know, you're never going to feel a cavity until it gets into the nerve of the tooth because enamel has no feeling. And with gum disease, you're not going to feel that either because your bone has no feeling. So there's no nerves there. And until your teeth are loose and, you know, you've been having bleeding gums for years, your teeth are ready to fall out. That's when, you know, you have a problem. So just don't wait, you know, and that's what I'm trying to teach people is prevention is key. Um, you know, understanding how true health starts with your mouth and, you know, just really getting that message out there. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a really extremely important message because a lot of the times, you know, people go bankrupt, right? Mm -hmm. They really just can't financially afford, especially in the United States, the procedures that they might truly actually need now because they didn't take care of their, their oral health. Yeah. When I was dealing uh, with my fertility struggle, I obviously went down every single rabbit hole I could because <laughs> mm-hmm. it took me a long time to get my diagnosis. And um, where I don't believe that a diagnosis is um, set in stone, it just mm-hmm. is something that you can really focus on yep. and you know tackle either way, right? Medical assistance or holistic wise. And so, yeah, looking at teeth and oral health was one of the rabbit holes I went down. And um, it was definitely before I, I found out I had high natural killer cells, but um, I was looking for holistic dentists mm-hmm. to go and connect with and get their opinion on the feelings that I had. Um, I never had a root canal in this back tooth, but see what, you know, they, they thought about that. Um, I never, one, I struggled to find a dentist like that, Mm -hmm. right? That was my first hurdle. I probably would have gone to see one if it was more convenient or if there was, I was actually living in the United Kingdom at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was doing my research over here in California, but still it was like almost impossible to find someone like that. Um, and at the time on Google, you know, not much came up and I'm sure there definitely people were talking about it, but for people who might want to go down this rabbit hole or, or know, know that they have not the healthiest mouth, what are kind of the first steps that they can do? 
That is a great question. Um, I think for me, finding out the bacteria that they have in their mouth is essential because there's 11 microbes that actually cause disease. And, you know, looking at people's mouth, I can determine that probably they have a bacterial infection that's underlying, but we can actually with technology now swab like five areas in the mouth or even do a simple um, saliva test where we send it to the lab. And then the lab sends us back a report saying, okay, out of the 11 bugs, this person has one, this person has two, this person has all 11. And you know, of course they're gonna recommend antibiotics. And to be honest with you, one of the antibiotics is like an anti-parasite medication. Well, if you're a mammal, you're gonna have parasites. So that is such a huge problem that I see. It's a lot of parasite related issues. Um, but understanding, like you said, the diagnosis, what is the bacteria that's causing the problem in the mouth? Is it out of balance? And this whole wearing of a mask thing caused mask mouth, which people that used to be healthy, um, having to wear that mask caused mask mouth, which is breathing in recycled air and it disrupts your oral microbiome, making those anaerobic bugs kind of take over the good. So now you've got this imbalance and, you know, understanding what, what bacteria is pre present is so important. Um, if someone cannot afford to go to the dentist, I would highly encourage you to go to find a dental hygiene clinic near you because you'll get the best cleaning of your life. Um, it might take, you know, a very, very long time because it's a learning facility, but it'll cost you what, maybe $30 to get mm -hmm. your teeth cleaned. But that bacteria test, I offer it on my website. I am a provider for it um, because, you know, I want it I want to offer it to people. People yeah. need to know what's going on because like you said, it's difficult to find a holistic dentist. There are hardly any. Yeah. Um, I would work for one if one wasn't an hour away from me, you know, yeah. but that is the closest one is like a, about an hour and 10 minutes from my house. Well, that's just not conducive to do. Um, but my husband, when um, we needed to have a root canal removed, I, we did drive over to Clearwater. We had it done the right way. And honestly, the infection in his bone was so bad. They sent him right away to get an IV to flush out his body. Wow. Um, that is so important. You know, we just don't think about the correlation between our mouth and the rest of us, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, at least get your teeth cleaned by, uh, a hygienist that's learning. There are certain, um, dental schools that they're learning too, but, uh, you know, get my handbook because <laughs> you're, you're, you know, there, I give you the pros and cons and it's kind of like, how much money do you want to spend? Because if you spend say, you know, $300 less going to a, uh, a chain place, but they didn't remove all the decay. Did you really save $300? Mm -hmm. You didn't because they didn't do a very good job. They didn't remove the decay. You're going to be worse off in another year or so. So sometimes, you know, you really do need to make that investment. You know, um, if you get a, a, a leak in your roof and you, you patch it with something that's not very long-term, you know, I mean, you can damage your entire roof and that's going to need to be replaced. So it's tough because I, I understand we've been in that boat as far as finances are concerned, but at least make an informed decision and try and, and figure out, you know, what works best for you and your finances. Yeah. I mean, 
that's the whole issue with this healing process and even just trying to get the diagnosis or the root cause sometimes is so expensive because you are just throwing darts in the dark or darts in the dark a lot of the time um what are kind of uh, go ahead well just about that you know you're talking about diagnoses and stuff like that the the cool thing about the mouth is we can determine within 20 minutes like what kind of disease you have. Whereas when you go to a doctor, they got to run a battery, a test, they got to do, you know, all this blood work, everything. We can look inside your mouth and with a very few, you know, according to your x-rays, periodontal probing, um, what your tissue looks like, determine, oh my gosh, you know, you have advanced periodontal disease. That's huge. So that's one of the nice things about your mouth is that it doesn't need a whole necessarily barrage of testing. Yeah, I would definitely recommend the bacteria test, but as far as anything else, we can pretty much determine what's going on right then and there. Yeah, no, that's awesome. With uh, the fluoride debate. Mm. um, Now I've seen in my family between me and my husband and actually my eldest son and my youngest son that when my husband doesn't use fluoride in toothpaste, the bacteria in his mouth really like revs up where I don't need fluoride. I, I can have, I can brush my teeth without fluoride for long periods of time and have a healthy mouth. And I've seen that in my kids too, where my youngest really gets that buildup on the back of his teeth. If fluoride isn't used in his toothpaste where my youngest, it doesn't happen. Do you have any like thoughts on that? It's actually, yeah. Fluoride does not do anything as far as plaque. Okay. okay. Fluoride, the whole thing with fluoride is it's supposed to make your teeth strong. And <laughs> if you actually go and you look at the original patent of fluoride, the original patent is a pesticide. Okay. Yeah. It's a mutagen. It's a halogen. Um, it, it is a cancer causing agent, especially with bone cancer. So there are natural alternatives with something, someone that is more cavity prone, I would definitely recommend the nano hydroxy appetite because your teeth are made out of hydroxy appetite crystals. So like my, I have a toothpaste and a mouthwash that has nano hydroxy appetite in it. It's bio identical to enamel. It's completely non-toxic. I have coconut oil in there, which coconut oil is wonderful. Antibacterial, helps naturally make your teeth white. I've got baking soda in there, Himalayan salt, all of the things that are natural that are going to help remove plaque and colloidal silver has been proven to help reduce plaque buildup. So plaque buildup and cavities are, you usually tend to fall in one of two categories, either your plaque producer and you don't really tend to get cavities or you tend to get a lot of cavities, but you don't get a lot of plaque. So those are typically the categories people fall in It's you know, there are a few that fall into both, but usually that's a diet thing. Like they're consuming, um, soda or maybe drugs, um, or just complete neglect. So typically people fall in one of those two categories. Now I've never had a cavity, but I can build plaque like nobody's business. So for me, I'm always, you know, I make sure that I have my water pick, um, I brush, several times a day, I water pick a couple of times a day and I use my products. And I definitely have noticed a reduced amount of uh, tartar buildup on my teeth for sure. Yeah. So that's just like a genetic thing, right? You're just genetically you know, prone yeah. to that. Some yeah. people just tend to struggle more. Like I would say genes have a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, my sister, we're sisters. She, I don't know what jeans she got, but that girl <laughs> doesn't build anything on her teeth and she's never had a cavity. So it's kind of unfair. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> here I am the hygienist and I have to be like so meticulous with my home care and she hardly even flosses her teeth. It makes me so mad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would say jeans have definitely a lot to do with it, but you know, like anything else, I mean, say heart disease runs in your family. If yeah. you eat right, if you exercise, if you take the right supplements, your chances of developing it are a lot less, but that's still an underlying factor for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In Hawaii, they don't actually put fluoride in the water, which is great. But every time uh, we go to the doctor, which is literally once a year to get my kids like mandatory health checks, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. she's like, so do you want... um, uh, the tablets to for the fluoride and I'm just looking at her like why what planet are you on why would I purposely put fluoride in my body and you know um, if you actually look at the back of the toothpaste thing okay because honestly in hygiene school we were taught we were taught that anyone that goes against fluoride is a conspiracy theorist uh-huh. I do not but if you look at the back of your toothpaste tube what does it say it says drug because fluoride is classified as a drug harmful if swallowed. It has never been proven as safe to take internally. The only reason that it, it is still allowed is because it was grandfathered in when the FDA came into existence in 1938. Okay. It's never been approved as safe and effective. It is why when you're pregnant, it says don't have fluoride. Mm-hmm. When you're breastfeeding, don't have fluoride. But here you're telling me now it's okay to give this drug to your child, which, you know, in places that do fluoridate, I mean, a lot of our food comes out of California, right? Well, think about all the the fluoride that's in the water there, all of that ground system waste, all that glyphosate, everything gets into our food supply. Teas have fluoride in it. Um, Medications, Prozac, Prozac has fluoride in it. What is it doing to your mind? So it's not, if you're getting cavities, don't tell me it's a lack of fluoride. We're being inundated with fluoride. There is something else going on in your body. There is a root cause that's not being addressed. That's creating this problem. You're lacking vitamin D. You're, you know, so uh, unless you give your body what it needs, it will take it from another source. So you're probably vitamin D deficient. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, take cod liver oil. I would recommend the grass-fed butter because it's loaded with lots of minerals from grass-fed cows, bo- bone broth obviously from organic um, meats, you want to have bone broth. So there's things that you can do naturally to remineralize your teeth. You don't need drugs to do it. You don't need toxic chemicals to do it. It's getting to the root cause and finding what natural products work for you. Yeah, exactly. I had, um, or I have a friend and I, she's a very highly qualified nurse, a super smart woman. um, But she wasn't necessarily, she ate very well. She cooked beautiful foods, but she didn't have, she didn't believe in this information. Right. Mm -hmm. And so on her second pregnancy, um, she has to go have major dental work because Mm. she wasn't getting, um, the nutrients that she need. Mm -hmm. And that baby just sucked the the life out of her and, and, and took from, like you say, those places. Um, So yeah, it's sometimes not even about just like the disease you have or the the fertility issues you're having. If you use drugs to help you 
get to your ultimate goal, which is not a bad thing. What I'm trying to tell people is there's a consequence if you're Mm -hmm. not trying to support yourself as best as you can during that pregnancy, because whatever for whatever reason society's like pregnancy is easy you don't have to change anything it's like you're literally growing another human being if your body isn't getting enough of what it needs to just survive itself and you start trying to grow another human being where do you think that energy is coming from exactly and that's why we see so many thyroid issues or Uh yeah teeth issues or like even bone issues after several pregnancies because that woman's body's taxed Absolutely. And like I always say, pregnancy isn't a sign of health, mm-hmm. right? Like, why do we have in our head, like, well, I can get pregnant. I'm healthy. It's like, mm. right. <laughs> like no, no, I- you should actually, in fact, if people are considering pregnancy, I would say prepare your body for two years beforehand, yeah. you know, make sure you're getting, um, the, the B vitamins and, um, the phosphorus and everything that your body needs preparing for pregnancy, have your root canals removed. Um, and again, I was mentioning earlier that your teeth are linked to organs Well, like your bottom front teeth, um, specifically, I think it's tooth number 28 is linked to your ovaries and your uterus. Um, so say you had a root canal in tooth number 28, that could be impairing your fertility, mm-hmm. you know, so getting to that root cause, um, did you have trauma? Um, and now you have a dead tooth, say a number 24, 25, which is when your bottom front incisors or maybe your top two front teeth, maybe they have a root canal. Well, that also affects your ovary and uterus. So getting to those, you know, the root causes first look at the mouth. I mean, you can't put your mouth in a separate compartment. So I would be um, removing the mercury because, you know, I don't understand how someone can say, well, mercury falls into one of the five most toxic substances known to man on this planet. But you know, when you put it in your mouth, somehow it's okay. Yeah. Um, I, again, follow the logic on that. If back in the day, you know, in hospitals, when they have those thermometers that had, you know, you had to shake it up, it was mercury in there. And if it broke on the hospital floor, they had to shut down the floor and send in the hazmat unit, but it's okay to be in your mouth. I mean, it, it doesn't even make sense. So having the mercury fillings properly removed, because as that dentist drills it out, it's being vaporized. So if you don't have the right equipment to get it out, you are really giving yourself a heavy metal load. But in my book, I do talk about, you know, look, if you just can't afford to go to a biological dentist to have them removed properly, here's some things that you can do naturally to try and help pull out those heavy metals. But definitely be preparing your body as much as you can. I mean, of course things happen. I got pregnant in two different types of birth control. Don't even ask me how those totally got thing. (laughs) And then I didn't know I was having twins till 18 weeks. So, you know, things happen, but, um, if you, if you're purposely planning on it, you know, get your mouth looked at, have these issues addressed because, so many things disrupt our endocrine system and our endocrine system is under attack from everything in our environment. So, you know, we can only do so much, but at least we can try and fix the things that we have control over. Yeah. I mean, that's the key. And the thing is here, if, if you're listening to this and going, Oh my God, I got to run out and get all my teeth checked. That's not the point of this episode. (laughs) It's really just to be aware that if you are if you are having issues with your teeth or if you've had issues with your teeth in the past that 
this could be one really key component for you to address, fix what you can and move on from there. And the people who are listening to this and like, I don't have any teeth problems. You can, if you haven't changed out your toothpaste yet, We have a great resource for you now. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's making those small changes because Mm -hmm. it can be overwhelming. Oh my gosh, now I got to do this and now I got to do that. But making one small change at a time and simply changing out your crust or Colgate or whatever for a natural alternative. I mean, you know, anybody can do that. Um, Understanding the importance of flossing because, you know, only floss the teeth that you want to keep. That's how important it is. Mm -hmm. That bacteria can also cause preterm low birth weight babies. So that's why you want to be removing that bacteria out of your mouth while you're pregnant. Pregnancy gingivitis, that's another big thing. Um, So keeping your mouth clean while you're pregnant, um, you know, so that bacteria isn't affecting your baby. Um, You know, there's so many things that that you can do that don't cost a lot of money. Like I said, the brushing, the flossing, getting a a water pick, none, none of these things have to be very expensive and going to get your teeth cleaned at a, at a facility if you need to, because of cost. So you do have you know, different, um, avenues that you can go down, but at least start investigating and seeing, you know, like you said, here's one more thing that, that you can look at. Yeah, exactly. Well, I find this conversation so fascinating. And if you would have told me that 10 years ago, I would have laughed, but, (laughs) um, it's thank you so much for all that you are doing and, um, help educating people on this. Let our listeners know where they can find you. Um, they can go to my website. It's www.simplysilvermouthwash.com. And um, they can either, if they want to book a dental consult with me, um, I'm always happy to like look at their x-rays, give them my opinion. If they want to get a bacteria test, we can order that. Um, they can see all of my products online. And I'm always happy to, um, to be able to answer anyone's questions. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. And I hope that people connect with you and um, really utilize your resources. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Monica. Thank you. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.